0: You guys would just pause for a moment and pray with me. Lord, we are thankful that we can gather in your presence today. We love you, and we ask that you would soften our hearts to your words, Lord, and that your spirit would be present, Um, that we would feel your love, and we would not forget that you are with us every day, all day. When we need you, when we feel like we can ignore you, God, you are there, and we thank you for those things. Amen.
1: Awake my soul, O God, and make my heart steadfast, for I will make
0: music and sing of you among the people.
1: Awake my soul, O God, and make my heart steadfast, for I will make music and sing of you among the people.
0: Awake my soul, O God, and make my heart steadfast, for I will make music and sing of you among the people.
1: O sing to the Lord a new song. Sing to the Lord all the earth. Sing to the Lord, bless his name. Tell of his salvation from day to day. The Lord is king. Let them praise your great and awesome name. Holy is he.
0: Mighty king, lover of justice. He has established equity. He has executed justice and righteousness. Holy is he. Awake, Awake my soul, soul, O God, and, and make, make
1: my heart steadfast. Fast. For, For I will, I will make, make music and sing, and sing of you among the people. people. For great is the Lord, and greatly to be praised. Declare his glory among the nations, his marvelous works among all the peoples.
0: Honor and majesty are before him. Strength and beauty
1: are in his sanctuary. Awake, Awake my, my soul, O God, and make my heart steadfast. For I will make music and sing, sing of you, you among the, the people. people. Worship the Lord in holy splendor. Trample before him all the earth. Say among the nations, the Lord is king. The world is firmly established. It shall never be moved.
0: Let the heavens be glad and let the earth rejoice. Awake, Awake my soul, O God.
1: Awake my soul, O God. Awake my soul,
0: O God. Be seated. Well, this morning, uh, as usual, we have someone from inside of our university, one of our professors, or someone on staff, come and share from their life and tell you a little bit about their story. And so, this morning, we have with us uh, Dr. Rishi Shriram. He is the assistant professor. He is a assistant professor in the School of Education. So, welcome him to the stage this morning. <laughs>
2: Good morning. Uh, I consider it a privilege uh, to speak to you for a few minutes uh, this morning, and I thought I would share with you a little bit of my story, if that's okay. You may think, uh, upon hearing it, that my story is unique, but I'm really not so sure that it is, and I hope to show you why. My parents immigrated from India in the early 1970s in search of the American dream. They moved from India to Buffalo, New York. So instead of finding the American dream, they found snow. Uh, But eventually they moved to Texas, and that's where I was born. Although I was raised Hindu, uh, religion was not that important to me. For the most part, I did what I was told. And being involved in the Hindu religion made my parents happy, and that really was good enough for me, for the most part. That is until I encountered a, a real turning point in my life. I was walking through my house, and my dad and my brother were talking. And it was one of those moments where you could feel the tension as soon as you walked into the room. And I tried not to listen, but you can't help listening in those kinds of situations. And I was 12 years old at the time, my brother was 18, and I heard just enough to figure out that my brother had become a Christian. It was shocking. Are you nuts? I felt like he was rejecting his family in order to become more American. It was devastating for all of us. And of course, there was lots of yelling about it. So here I was, conveniently living life, with little thought to religion. But when my brother left Hinduism for Jesus, it forced me to begin to think about what I really thought about God. Is there a God? If so, what is he like? My first reaction was to take Hinduism more seriously than I ever had before. I wanted to understand the religion that I was brought up in. I learned chants, I participated in ceremonies, I prayed to idols. My parents were so proud of me, and I loved it. I remember my dad once saying to me, at least I have one Hindu son. But the more I devoted myself to Hinduism, the emptier I became. It was pleasing my parents, but it was not feeding my spirit. Did I really believe any of this stuff? For some reason, I knew there was a God, but I also knew that I had not yet discovered him. It was just then that my brother began talking to me about why he chose to leave Hinduism behind for this man they called Jesus. I remember one conversation where he asked me what I thought God was. I thought that a really odd question. What is God? And I didn't have a response. So he told me that he thought that God is love. Now, in Hinduism, we have a God of money, we have a God of war, we have a God of lots of things. But I had never once run across the idea that there was a God who actually was love. And the thought that God might want a relationship with us, with me, It had never crossed my mind. I became a Christian soon after. I couldn't avoid it. God was real. I knew it. And somehow I knew this Jesus fellow was the truth he claimed to be. For the first time in my life, God became a living being, a person, someone I could interact with, have a conversation with. It was really crazy to me. But there was still that matter of what to do about my parents. You see, my brother had made the stupid mistake of actually telling my parents that he was a Christian. I was much smarter than that. I thought there was no better way to celebrate my newfound faith than to completely lie about it. I was 13 at the time, and I was fully planning on hiding my belief in Jesus until I left home for college five years later. As you might guess, it didn't last that long, I'm I'm proud that I kept it up for seven months, actually. Uh, but, But at one point in the middle of March, I sensed that God was telling me to tell my parents that I was a Christian. It came upon me suddenly, not really as an audible voice or anything like that, but just as this kind of profound sense in my spirit that this is what I needed to do and that I needed to do it now. My dad was out of town on a business trip, which I was thankful for, because he would be much scarier to tell than my mom. So before I could talk myself out of it, I entered into my mom's bedroom, and I told her I was a Christian. Now, I had seen this before with my brother, so I was ready. I was ready for the screaming, shouting, the threats, etc. I was scared, but I was ready. But they never came. Instead, a look of profound hurt came across my mom's face. Tears filled her eyes, and she just told me to get out of her room. It was awful. I found myself wishing for screaming and shouting. The next day, the only thing my mom said to me was to not tell my dad until he got back from out of of town, or else he might have a heart attack. I gladly obliged. But the following day, my mom came into my room and told me that my dad was on the phone. I was terrified. Surely, she had not told him what she had told me not to tell him. I picked up the phone and and forced out the fakest, normal hello that I could muster. It turns out that my dad was simply calling me to congratulate me on an award that I had won at school for a poem that I had written. Ironically, the poem was about Jesus, but he didn't know that, and I thought it best to leave out such details. Just when I thought I could get off the phone and escape the awkwardness, my dad said something that really caught me off guard. God must be really blessing you in your life, he said. Why in the world would he say something like that? It was not typical for my dad to bring up God so directly. Surely he did not know. Surely my mom did not tell him. Yeah, I guess so was my brilliant response. I was just so ready to end the conversation and get off the phone. But my dad pressed on. And I hope you know which one, he said. Was this a challenge? It slowly dawned on me that my mom had told him I was a Christian after asking me to wait until he came home from his trip. And now my dad, knowing my secret, was trying to pry it out of me. It was a challenge. I couldn't believe it. What was I to do? What any normal 13-year-old would do, fight back. If my dad was going to challenge me, then I was going to challenge him. Yes, I do, I said. The question is, do you know which one? (laughs) Which one is that, he asked. Jesus Christ. I professed, silence. There was just silence on the other end of the phone. At first, I thought I shocked him with my boldness. But slowly, over the seconds, I began to wonder if maybe my mom had not told my dad after all. Is it possible that I had just told my dad by accident? Sure enough, that's exactly what had happened. Once again, I was prepared for the attack. But once again, I was disappointed. Instead of yelling at me and threatening me, my dad told me that he would not eat again. Until I changed my mind and went back to the Hindu religion. As you can imagine, I was stunned. I didn't know what to do, but I had found God and there was no turning back for me. I told my dad that I loved him, but I followed by saying that there was no going back for me. I got off the phone and I was just devastated. I had just told my dad by accident, who does that? I had just broken my promise to my mom not to tell my dad until he came home now, unbelievably, I was facing the notion of my dad not eating until I had undid what I had done. As you can imagine, the next couple of days were pretty awful, waiting for my dad to come home. I prayed and I prayed, but I really I had little hope. I wasn't even sure I knew how to pray. I had just met God. I felt like I had given up a lot to follow him. And where was he now? I thought I did all this because I discovered that God was real. Where was that reality? Once again, thankfully, God revealed himself. My dad came home, and he started eating again. There was no argument. There was no discussion. I had no idea, even to this day, what changed his mind. But I was so thankful. It's been about 17 years since that day. My parents are still Hindu, but God has done so much in my relationship with them. Our relationship has grown only stronger over the years. So I began by saying that, I, that you might think that this story is unique, but I don't think it is. I really don't. So the question is, how does it relate to you? In Matthew 19, Jesus says that everyone who has left houses or brothers or sisters or father or mother or children or fields for my sake will receive a hundred times as much and will inherit eternal life. I think in some way, don't we all have to leave what we've been taught? Don't we all have to decide for ourselves? What is real? What is true? I did not trade one set of ideas for another set, nor did I trade one religion for another. I traded things that had been handed to me for the person of God. I used to think my testimony was so full of hardship. I mean, obviously, it's pretty emotional but I now see it as such a gift. I think those of you who may have been brought up in the Christian faith actually have a harder time in some ways than I did. You see, you've been taught the right things. For so long, you've been taught the right things. But suddenly, can't they just kind of become things? As the author Paul Tillich once wrote, don't be seduced into a truth which is not really your truth even if the seducer is your church, your party, or your parental tradition. My story is not that unique. We are all searching for truth amidst the correct and the incorrect things that we've been taught. Truth is found in a God who is real, who is alive, who can be known. And now is the time to give up what you've known, and discover that God. Thank you.
0: Well, we were gonna follow uh, Rishi's testimony with a song this morning, and as I'm standing backstage and I'm hearing his words and hearing his story, um, I felt this deep sense that that just needs to be it for this morning. Um, So if you would please stand again this morning, retelling yourself this story, and may the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, be with you as you go. Go in peace.